Influential podcast dedicated to the profession of pharmacy with over 80,000 listeners worldwide. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. FactMI is a nonprofit collaboration of the pharmaceutical industry medical information leaders who recognize that credible information matters to you. We understand as innovators of medicine, we are driven to bring healthcare professionals transparent, evidence-based medical information consistent with our code of practice. We've created a consortium of medical information leaders who are dedicated to sharing clinical data on innovative medicines that other sources cannot provide. And we deliver customized, curated, comprehensive medical information through a central platform for healthcare professionals. At FactMI, we believe that our collaboration is a catalyst to elevate the practice of medical information. Welcome to the Pharma Collaboration for Transparent Medical Information, also known as FactMI, three-part podcast series. In this first podcast, we will discuss the value of medical information and how manufacturers play a role in providing scientifically accurate information to pharmacists. I'm Evelyn Hermes DeSantis, Director of Research and Publications for FactMI and a Professor Emerita from Rutgers State University of New Jersey, and it's my pleasure to be the moderator for this podcast. The views expressed in this recording are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of FactMI or the companies with which they are affiliated. The presentation is for informational purposes only and is not intended as clinical, legal, or regulatory advice. The objectives of this podcast are to describe medical information and how manufacturers play a role in providing information, to highlight the fact of my mission and vision to innovate and elevate medical information, and to review the fact of my code of practice. I'd like to thank today's panelists for sharing their subject matter expertise. Joining us today are Patrick Riley, CEO of FactMI, and Mary Sendy, President of FactMI and North American Medical Information Regional Lead for Pfizer. Hi, Patrick and Mary. Hey, Evelyn. How are you? Good to be here. Hi, Evelyn. Hope you're doing good today. Thank you guys so much. We're going to begin with a couple of quick definitions of some terms that we're going to use throughout the podcast. First is MedInfo or medical information, and this is really focused on the information concerning medications, otherwise known as drug information, that healthcare professionals really do need to be able to work their daily lives. Next is HCP or healthcare professionals, and finally is COP or code of practice. Now that we've acclimated everyone to the lingo, we're going to start with our first question for Mary. So Mary, how do pharmaceutical companies play a role in providing medical information? Hi, Evelyn. Thanks for that question. So medical information within the pharmaceutical industry has a really important role, a key role in supporting the medical information needs of the medical community. And that includes patients, caregivers, pharmacists, physicians. We like to call ourselves medical information scientists uh, in our companies. We have access to the most up-to-date information about our products. And when we share, when we respond back 
on medical information questions. We're helping to facilitate the safe and effective use of our medicines. Our goal is to inform healthcare decision-making, ultimately, you know, wanting to work with the physician and other healthcare professionals to have that positive impact, that positive impact on patient care. You know, Patrick, I'd really be interested to hear your thoughts and what you think about the role MedInfo plays in the pharmaceutical industry. Thanks, Mary. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I, I really believe that um, medical formation has a important role in helping to inform physicians, are all clinicians, around the safe and appropriate use of our products. And, you know, we as an, as an industry have been trying to provide this resource for a number of years. Unfortunately, we've run up against some obstacles uh, that we are starting to address as an organization, as fact am I, which we'll talk about in a bit. And those issues really are around access, awareness, and quite frankly, credibility and trust. And as I said, we're doing some work at Vactamai to try to address this. And Evelyn, I'm actually going to ask you to respond to this because you're familiar with uh, some of the recent research that we've done that's looked into how we might want to overcome some of these issues. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah. So as a pharmacist, I completely agree that the information that you can get from the pharmaceutical industry is absolutely the most accurate information that's available. But you're right. There is always this perception that is there a question? Is it trustworthy? Is it credible? And it's interesting because we've done a couple of different surveys um, with Factomai. And so one of them, we actually asked, you know, about 400 healthcare professionals, including pharmacists, the majority were pharmacists and physicians, nurse practitioners. And we asked them, you know, if you use medical information, what's your level of trust? And on a 10 point scale to start with, they were pretty high. They were on a seven out of 10. Um, people who didn't use MedInfo resources were a little bit lower. They were around a six out of 10. But, you know, when we went through to really say, you know, what is supposed to be in those scientific response documents, those responses that you're getting, the fact that they're well-referenced, that they have all of the data spelled out and you know, it's all clearly laid out for you. We actually saw that all of those trust factors actually increased. So, you know, the people who hadn't used MI services, they got up to about, you know, into the seven range as well. The people who do utilize MedInfo services even got a little bit higher, you know, starting to encroach upon an eight out of a 10. In a different survey that we did, we actually saw, and this was, again, out of 400 healthcare professionals who have utilized MedInfo services, we did this on a five-point Likert scale. It was between 65 to 80% of healthcare professionals, and again, pharmacists were the large portion of that group, especially in the higher numbers. Um, on a five-point Likert scale, they were rating it as a four to five for trustworthiness. So... It's really interesting to see that the individuals who utilize MedInfo services, I think, have a little bit less of that concern of trustworthy because they know what they're getting. Whereas people who maybe haven't used MedInfo services, this is really something that they need to get exposed to, I guess. 
Um, but Patrick, you know, I've only been at VACMI uh, for probably a year now or so um, coming out of academia. But can you tell us a little bit more about the history of FACTMI, of what it is and why it was created? Yeah, I first want to respond to the, the survey and just say this. Um, I, I see it encouraging because I think we're making some inroads here. So that's that's good to know. So thanks for sharing that. FACTMI started years ago, um, and it really was a bit of a grassroots movement in the sense that there were a number of us that were leaders in medical formation at the time that just felt as if challenged by some of these things I mentioned earlier around awareness and access and trust and credibility, we had an opportunity to band together to really address these things in a more sort of concerted, holistic way, as opposed to addressing this at our individual companies as one-offs. And so trying to change that mindset um, has been a big initiative for FactMI over the years. It really, after that first meeting when we got together, what was clear to us is we had to start to address this issue around awareness and access. And we quickly you know, started to look in ways that we could better communicate and educate our healthcare practitioners. And we simultaneously uh, stood up a website whereby we could create access, a one-stop shop, we called it, to this medical information. But there's a lot of other uh, things that are going on with FactMI that I'm going to ask Mary as president of, of FactMI or of our board of directors to talk about in terms of just value adds that we are providing, hopefully, for those companies that are part of FactMI, as well as you know raising the bar for the industry. Thanks, Patrick. So for me, when I think about FactMI, um, we are 33 members strong. And the value that I've come to appreciate over the years is that I have 33 thought partners in the medical information space, 33 thir thought partners who challenge each other's thinking, and, they're, and we're all being provoked to innovate. Um, we're inspiring each other uh, to collectively be thought leaders for our profession. Uh, so we're working together uh, as an organization, uh, developing our membership, uh, developing leadership skills of our membership, but then also externally, working externally to raise awareness, to raise the profile of medical information in the medical community, but also amongst our peers in the medical affairs industry. So I'm really excited. I'm excited about the progress that FactMI is making, and I'm excited to be a member here of FactMI uh, and from the start and, and in the, the journey that's ahead of us. Yeah, like I was saying, Evelyn, that this was something that was really a grassroots. We were blown away by the response that we had going back, you know, eight years ago now, when we gathered together with just 19 companies. Now we're up to 33 companies, but it was amazing to have that kind of energy in the room for all of us to, to get together and, and recognize the possibilities. And, you know, since that time, I think we've gotten clarity in terms of what our value is, what we can help bring to the industry uh, around what we represent. And we've had some time to, to really think on that from a board of directors perspective. And, you know, we've, we've identified four key areas that we think we're bringing value 
to the industry. Uh, one of them is just that we are the trusted source of credible information, and we think that matters, and we think that's important for healthcare professionals to understand and be able to use that information to improve their decisions for the good of their patients. We know that we're the innovators of these medicines, and, and therefore, you know, we are driven as individuals and collectively to provide the best information we possibly can. And a lot of that's driven by a code of practice, which I'm going to ask Mary to talk about in a second. But I, I, I just think that that's really the bar that we try to set as an organization to ensure that we have that kind of consistent and standard approach and, again, credible information that we can provide. We've created this consortium that meets on a regular basis, that shares ideas, best practices, subject matter expertise across a wide range of topics. And we have delivered and we continue to deliver a central platform, a way that we can provide this information to our healthcare practitioners um, to make it easily accessible. Uh, but Mary, I talked about the code of practice and I know you have been involved in that as well. And I think it, again, speaks to the, the high standard that we're trying to set. Yeah, thanks, Patrick. So yes, this, this code of practice, COP, Evelyn, as you stated in, in the beginning, it's, uh, it's a document so a code of practice that we ask all of our members. So I mentioned those 33 members that we ask them to attest to it as part of their membership of Fact and Lie. Our expectation is that medical information departments are adhering to the highest standards of practice when, when they're developing and delivering medical information to healthcare professionals. And in this code of practice, there are three core elements that Again, we expect and we expect of our members to attest to, and they're, they're around clinical and pharmaceutical expertise. And we're looking for those professionals, healthcare professionals, they have healthcare degrees, they have relevant scientific training. Those professionals that are those MI scientists. We also expect the responses coming out of these medical information departments that they be scientifically balanced they be evidence-based, truthful, non-misleading, non-promotional. And then this concept of quality standards, again, that they will adhere to quality standards, the accuracy, the currency, the review and approval process that these scientific documents go through. Again, to that, you know, really these responses are impacting patient care. So they, they really need to be of the highest quality. Thanks for that question, Patrick. Definitely something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. And I think, again, this is just speaks to this issue of Evelyn of credibility and trust, whereby, you know, it, in my mind, it's as much as an education to our healthcare practitioners, providers, um, to really provide that background so that they understand what is the source of this information? You know, where do we come up with this? This is not something that we're making up. This is really grounded in data and clinical data that we develop within our own companies as innovators of these products. And in that regard, it should be seen as trustworthy. And there's a lot of rigor that goes in, as Mary's covered, a lot of rigor that goes into the development of these scientific response documents that we share with our healthcare practitioners. And so again, um, it, it, for me um, and for this organization, I think it's really about continuing to work to educate healthcare practitioners around what this information is, where they can find this information, and why they can trust this information. 
Well, Patrick, thank you. And I know as a healthcare practitioner, when I was, you know, prior to being here at Factomai, it was definitely having that resource to be able to, you know, even find medical information departments was always such a valued value to me that now being able to access those scientific response documents and knowing that they're fully referenced so that you're right. The data is totally grounded in what has been published, the data that you guys have, it makes the world of difference. And it really is the opportunity for pharmacists to be able to get easier access to that information. Well, I just want to say thank you guys so much for your time today. Um, We were able to really, I think, hit all three of our objectives of being able to define and describe what medical information is and and the role that the pharmaceutical industry plays in, in providing that information. We were able to highlight the mission and vision of Factomai, really to innovate and elevate the practice of medical information as those medical information scientists, and the review of the code of practice. So Patrick, Mary, I would like to just really thank you so much for your time today. This has been the first podcast in a series on this topic. The next podcast will discuss where pharmacists go for information. If you'd like to learn more about Factomai, please visit our website at www.factomai.org. This concludes our podcast.